Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back with Vershawn Jackson on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, listen. <laughs> we are back to Captain The Ticket and with Coach Bill Bush. Special teams coordinator at the University of Nebraska. Before we do, I got three. I, I only got two. Since I had to join DP, I didn't get the third yet. We got stuff going on. Let me ask you, can I, can I jump in for one quick question? Yeah. Where does Sipple sit? Right, right there. there. <laughs> I mean, Sipple spot. Simple, simple spot. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, so Sip takes up the entire area. area. So he sits right in the middle. <laughs> it, it's, it's out of line. That's so a spot, though. Because I've talked to him a lot about stuff on radio things he could improve on. I said just start with just saying something interesting. <laughs> I said just start to say something interesting would be something would be awesome. Big fan of simple like that. I didn't know if I'm like this is really cool. I'm in his in his chair. Yeah. He's yeah. out of yeah. Don't don't tell him that you think it's cool though. He doesn't need that ammo. No, he does Why? not. He doesn't need it. His, his ego's big he'd, enough. He'd blow his head all the way yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Head wouldn't fit through no, the No, yeah. simple's humble. <laughs> He, Sipple's pretty humble. He is yeah, a good Sipple, dude. Sipple's pretty humble. Sipple's like a good dude. Sip, Sip's a great guy. He's been around for 40 years. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He knows more than you will know. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, as a 21-year-old, obviously. Uh, but you know a, a lot, though, guy. You know, you uh, know a lot. We'll but, see. So can we, All right. So I got one of them. It's supposed to be, okay, there's three different versions of this song. So yeah. I just want to know, kind of dive into the, the mind of, of B-Square. Okay. See which song you like the best. So we're right. picking between three songs that we're doing? Three yeah. songs. We'll give you this one now. We'll give you one later, and then we'll okay. give you the last yep. one. And exactly. then before right, you go, see. you okay. tell us. Right here. It starts with one thing. I don't know why. It doesn't even matter how hard you try. Keep that in mind. I'm designed this rhyme to explain in due time. All I know. Time is a valuable thing. Watch it fly by as the pendulum swings. Watch it count down to the end of the day. The clock takes life away. It's so unreal. Watch the time go right out the window Trying to hold on to didn't even know I wasted it all just to watch you go I kept everything inside and even though I tried it all, all right, Nick. Now, who, this is what is really crazy That's what I listened to on the way over here No! No yeah. way! No! Yeah. How about yeah. just that? To Bill, right. yeah. oh, just to get my mind right Just to get my mind right I'm Absolutely. tapping in there. Oh, yeah. Goosebumps yeah. I'm getting goosebumps yeah. Now, I totally made that up I did not listen to that uh. Like that. So that's even worse. He even thought so you, that. You believed him. <laughs> he was like, he just took it. Wait, so, what did you listen to on the way over here? Uh, what, what, what is on I the uh, on my playlist? I, I just got a uh, voice message from my wife on a to-do okay. list. Oh, things perfect. I need to, things uh, I had to get done this afternoon yet. So, <laughs> so that's what, that's what you listen to. Actually, I listen to uh, uh, both kinds of, of uh, music, country okay. and western. Okay. Oh, country and western. Listen, yeah. <laughs> listen see? See, Coach Bush knows what he's doing. He he, you see how he whacked me one good time? I'm coming back, though. Like, Jordan, not with the 4-5, uh, but the 2-3. <laughs> After he figured out the 4-5 yeah, didn't work, then he put on the 2-3. I'm going to get you All back, right. Coach. So, you 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 at Nebraska. It's 93. How important was scout team back then? Well, it was, a, it was the most unique scout team run probably in the history of college football because, as you know, uh, Rashawn, doing it for a year is that, 
we had two teams going. Remember, we had two groups yes. that were going. So the reason people always say, what, what, what are some of the things that was so unique about Nebraska's success? Well, one of them was the way they practiced. And people would say, oh, practicing hard. That's true. But the number of reps, so if you were a developmental player, that word's a, that's kind of a weird phrase in my mind. Everyone's getting developed. But if you were some, a player, by the time he got to be a junior, had gotten so many reps mm. because of we had two units going. So we had so many practice reps throughout the, the day. And so to be able to get those just right and be able to run them, as you know, the hardest part is the run game is the blocking scheme up front mm-hmm. or the protection. To draw the routes on, on there and run the routes and do that, that's difficult but not as difficult as it is to be able to block everything the right way or, or do the protection the right way. If you run a blitz and you know how they're going to protect it and you have the card drawn wrong like that or something screwed up right there, you're going it, to – it's bad. It's a, oh, ba- it's a, so, it's a so, bad day. So now I understand why we got killed was because y'all drawing up the cards wrong. Never right. happened. I didn't. <laughs> I was, it, it was usually the other on the other side of that. is Moose. is Moose. I think oh, it's had, Moose. They had the card wrong. Yeah, <laughs> him or Carp. Him or Carp. They had the card wrong. Right. No, I, trust me, I would have been on, on, on that part of it before. But you did. You had to make it exact with what exactly it was. Waze had little notes written in there. Then yeah. also everything was color-coded. And so, like, tight ends would be in a certain color, wide receivers in a certain – so when it, someone was looking up there, I tell you, you probably even remember at the time, if it was tight end, it's like, hey, I'm always in yellow. Right. And then the other tight end, if there was two tight ends, he'd be in green. He'd be the U. Right. Or something like that. So you could always find yourself really fast. But things went very quick. But we worked off of repetitions and not being overly coached on the field. We right. just got reps, reps, reps. When we used to go to – to Friday morning meetings. Say we're going on the road to play Oklahoma State, sure. and we're going to watch our Thursday film. We had to fast forward through all kinds of stuff because just to try to watch all the black shirts, gotcha. because there were so many reps that day. Right. And so that was an area where Nebraska was so far uh, ahead of everyone else in that in that uh, culture. In, in your in your ten years where you stopped before, before you know, I don't know, it looks like seven, eight schools, different schools that you've stopped at. Have you seen anything like that since? No, and the reason because of the numbers. Yeah. Uh, this just because of the – Yeah, we had 150. Team, 150 guys on the team. Yeah. Every place else you're dealing with, you're through 85 scholarship. In some places you'd have maybe four walk-ons, maybe 10. Something. Oh, wow. You didn't have very many walk-ons. Say like when I was at the University of Wisconsin, you could never promise someone a walk-on spot. They had to already be in school, accepted into school before you could oh, talk to them. Wow. So you can, hey, we want you to walk on, and it's like, can you help me get into school? Like, now nah, you're on your own on that one. Wow, if they didn't get okay. in school, then it was it was difficult for them. Yeah. So the numbers were so much less. That's the whole reason before it, why they had that. But we also came up in that where the reason that, that uh, Nebraska did that was they would go back when they had they had a freshman team. Right. For a while, they were coached completely separate, separate locker room. They went out and practiced separate. And so the the uh, but the last true freshman whatever JV game however it was me and uh, Jerry Godowski were uh, co head coaches for it. it was the last one ever played yeah and so it was kind of a fun 92? deal like that. I think it was ninety two I think it was against the yeah. Air Force if I remember right I was at that yeah. game and I was upset because I knew when I came in in ninety three they were doing away yeah with the and I really looked forward to playing on that freshman team yeah you got to play four or five games you played a junior college you played a prep team you did something mm-hmm. so but having those numbers was insane and to manage them uh, all those people but they just had such a good system with like that but you had to learn as being a young you know GA intern to learn people's names cuz you had so many people you were dealing with and they were coming in and who they were but when you came to practice at, at Nebraska everyone you practiced right so if yours 150 and you're 149 buckle up you're getting in there <laughs> 
That's why I, mean, I might knock your you helmet off. off. Yeah, you're, right. you're, you didn't just come out and just say like, "Hey, make sure I get a chance to warm up so my parents get to see me." You know, before that, that's what was crazy too. We used to suit like everybody up. The sidelines were right. It was it was it was like you're at a concert. Yeah, there were so many people. It, right. was, it was insane. If, if a play came your way to get back, you couldn't get back. There's right. no place to go. Just catch it. Yeah, there's no place it. to go. You 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 talked a little bit about um, you know when we when I when I think about '93 and I think about you guys. You guys really kept us in order. And I always wonder, like, how did they – because, you know, you, you go up there and, and – and let me just paint the picture. You got two groups is what he's saying. So, if you got – if we're run station, you've got team number one and team number two over there waiting with the next play. Mm-hmm. And so, you didn't have it, – it, it was like Bush to get up there, X, Y, Z, U, running back, blah, blah, blah. Ready, break. Mm-hmm. We up yeah. there. Next group is – getting ready to run over there so they can get the next play. And so when you say practice was – Yeah, you, know, you did very real, little uh, reloads. Mm. That would say, hey, reload, do that again. That would happen sometimes, generally only with the black shirts, yep. where it was like, hey, we need to see that again. That got screwed up. That's going to happen in the game. We have to see this again right now. So a lot. So Thursday would be the two units going at one time, where the other part that was brilliant, where the numbers were so different, was – we would have inside run group over here mm. and seven on seven going simultaneously. So generally on any script, say like when I was at LSU, you go down and, and, and with Coach Ogeron, the, one of the biggest you know periods of practice was was inside run mm. like that. We call, you know, we call it nine on seven, whatever you nine want to call seven, it. Yeah. And so, but it was nine on seven, and then it went to seven on seven. Well, we did it simultaneously, so you just double your numbers. Right. And so all of a sudden you'd do it like that, then you'd flip them back over. So, like, again, by the time you got to play and you were someone's like, like I really understand what's going on. Yeah. And so that was a, a, a really, really, like I said, just brilliant part by, uh, by Coach Osborne and Coach Devaney. That was going even before Coach Osborne was here, so it was very, very cool. Yeah, this, that's one of the traditions that just keeps rolling on, rolling on, rolling on. Getting to New Mexico State, 97-2000. How did you land there? Coach Samuels was there. How was that whole experience? Well, the best thing was is out in the middle of the pecan orchards, there's a place called Chopies. There's a restaurant. So if you ever try it between El Paso and, and Las Cruces, <laughs> Chopies. <laughs> Chopies. What, like what, what did they serve? It was, a, that, that, well, it, was, it was Mexican food, okay. obviously. Put that together. <laughs> Thanks for figuring that one out for Sean. Master of the obvious yeah, there. Exactly. Ah, I love so that. Master, had, master yeah. obvious. So they had, two, they, they had a, uh, a house. Right there, where they served the food, and then there was a cantina next to it, right there. So you go in there, and they'd have tecates and different things. I didn't drink the tecates, but I saw mm-hmm. people who did drink them. Oh, really? Like that, and I cheered them on nice. uh, to be able to do that. <laughs> go! Uh, how, would it, you, how would you cheer them on? Uh, what that, would you say to them? What's that? How would you cheer them on? It would change up weekly on some different Give me one. Like that. I'll, I'll hold that <laughs> up. <for> the <laughs> but, but that's how I ended up there. I was at Northern Arizona. Uh, uh, I was the defensive coordinator at Northern Arizona, and when uh, Coach Samuel and Tony called me to go down to Las Cruces with, that was like uh, you know was everyone from Nebraska, like the whole crew was came yeah. from in some form of Nebraska. So right. it was awesome. We loved it like that. We had you know we had a couple great years. Had one great season. You know, upset Arizona State. I think was ranked about 14th at the time, uh, which is really cool. <laughs> Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. One of the cool things happened there was we beat Arizona State on the road, and our students tore down our goalposts at home. How dumb. <laughs> so, so we beat them at their place, but they, we came back and our goalposts were tore yeah, down. Wow, that was outstanding! Awesome. Wow, Ken, yeah, Kenton Keith, you had a chance. Kenton Keith from Omaha. Kenton was a great player for yeah. us. Yeah, really, really good player for us. Running back, obviously played in uh, CFL and the NFL, yeah. and did a great job. Yeah, that uh, great, great guy to coach. I remember um, several uh, coaches I knew in that league were like, "How'd you guys get him?" That came up several times, especially Idaho. Uh, he was like, right. how would you guys get him? And well, so, great player. you remember back then they had Randy, St- Randy Stella, too. It was Randy Stella in, in, uh, in uh, who I'm talking about right now, but, but Ken Keith, and they were like thunder and lightning. Yeah. But we took Randy Stella. Yeah. You know, and I don't know how he kind of fell through the cracks, but – Obviously, you know, they say with, with – We're probably when, when, when you're in it, a lot of players are fell through the cracks. If you're good enough to be playing the NFL – I think you're probably good enough to play at Nebraska. I agree NFL with that. like that. So that was one that, that, that slipped through luckily for us. At the okay, time. so 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 and I'm and I'm skipping all over the place and I'm I'm talking about different things. So oh four, special teams coordinator, outside linebacker, and then oh five to oh seven, you know, you were under Callahan in that mm-hmm. in that in that regime. Um, who were some of the players during there that really stuck out to you that you had a chance to coach? Boy, there were some there were some really, really good guys. Obviously, uh the Bullocks brothers, uh, you know, Josh and Danny. Uh, were great to have a chance to coach them like that. I was I was probably closer with Danny because I moved to defensive backs when Danny was there, mm-hmm. and so that uh, gave me a chance being with the safeties that time. And uh, so I was very very close with him and and with uh, Andrew Shanley who we talked about the other oh, day. Yeah. Like that was uh, was a really good player for us. Obviously, won a Super Bowl with the Giants, and uh, I still keep in touch with Danny quite a bit. Obviously, he's with the Forty ers right now coaching, mm-hmm. so we keep in touch with him. But just it was they had they said we had a lot of great a lot of really 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 good players at that time. Did really well, you know. We got beat in the Big Twelve Championship game. That was a hard one down there in Kansas City. It was just frozen, and so that was that was kind of tough. But you know, people will always you know ask you know, what it was like being here during the Callahan era and stuff. And and all I can say is this: is that I have so much respect for for Bill Callahan because, and if if you like him or not, that's okay. Mm-hmm. But what he did when he was here, every second he was here. He worked ridiculous hours for Nebraska football in the state of Nebraska. So I look at that as a huge positive. I think he'd probably tell you himself that things didn't finish out that next year, didn't go as well. That just is what it is. But I know this, like right now, if it was July, I know where to find him. You know, he'd be in the yeah, office right. like that. And so, so I, I, and he was great to work for. And obviously he's, he's you know, is known as probably the best offensive line coach in the in the NFL so learned a lot so I was very lucky to be around a lot of people like that like I said I ended up, ended up working with Bo you know later in my career too like that so very lucky for the, all the Nebraska connections so just just very humble and very happy to be here Utah State Tell me that, about that, that experience. probably one probably probably one of the most meaningful jobs of my life because we got there I think they were maybe they may have won one or two of the year before we got there they were I think they were two and ten maybe or oh, something yeah. and in four years we ended up um uh, conference champions and eleven and two. If we finished fifteenth in the country, 
and we missed uh, missed a 22-yard field goal to get at Wisconsin to beat them. If we would have beat them, we would have went to the Orange Bowl. Wow. And that was with like 12 seconds left to go in the game. Wow. And then we lost uh, BYU by a field goal. So we had we lost by uh, a total of five points in the two losses that we have. So if we could have had those. But it was just uh, – you know, cause they, they were, it was, they were, they, we were awful. You know, we were awful. <laughs> How yeah. did you – okay, so you walk in a situation awful. What's your mindset to turn it around? Upgrade the bottom end of the roster as fast as you can. So we had upgrade the bottom end of the roster. Bottom of the roster as fast as you can. Yeah. So we had. So I'll give you an example. Our starting linebacker who played, we got, we ended up getting to one bowl game with us there, um, and it was Bobby Wagner. So he'll be a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. He's our starting linebacker. Can you imagine that? You're you're playing, you know, uh, with him at your starting. He he was unbelievable, and he loved football. Yeah. And so. And then we had him. We had Robert Turbin, who was also there. He NFL running back, played six, seven years in the league. Yeah. Our quarterback went to the Packers. We had so we had four or five like really. Good. And then the bottom end of the roster was just awful. Right. And so we had just like so we had these, oh, these guys are pretty yeah some pretty good players there. And then we had just a bunch of guys that couldn't play at all. So once we brought the bottom end up, and all of a sudden like, everybody had you know I it's kind of like Moneyball. Yeah. All of a sudden, getting value in people, yeah. and all of a sudden, then special teams got better. All those things got better, and we built that up that way. And so, you know, we had a good plan for it. And then, and also, we, in recruiting, we did. We thought we did a really good job by we would hold scholarships because our logo was so much smaller. Yeah. But if you have, it's like playing. Uh, are you? I, I can see. Are you a poker guy? I can see you playing. I got some bad stories. With, I, I can with and I can see you go and I can see you going all in on bad hands oh, too. Oh, I'm a horrible oh, no player. You can just oh, you can Rashawn's just see a it. Oh, oh, there's no oh, doubt. Oh my he's god, like, all in. I would hate to uh, play with uh, Rashawn. Uh, it would just be awful. I just know it. And he's not, and he has no idea what else is exactly. going on the no, table. No, he's no, like, no idea. He's the guy at the like, blackjack table. If the person next to him punches because he splits some cards or he doubles down, and I'm like, you can't do that. He split two tens. Yeah, exactly. That's I mean, that's Vershawn. Yeah. Hey, Jack Four, all in. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah, so that would be that yeah. I'm looking for a river. I'm looking for a pair of fours. I'm all in. <laughs> yeah. I have a pair of fours. Yeah. So uh, what we would do is so like I said when so when you have your different logo you have on like that when you walk in the room and stuff, you do different things. First thing was presentation wise, I'd always go into every place I was going, I'd be like, Hey, who's your best player no one's recruiting? Or under recruited. Right. Like that guy right there. That guy should be playing. He's getting he's two inches too small, whatever. That's the guys we would look to take. And then it said, but my point with the with the poker is that if you have chips at the end, you yeah. can still play. Right. And so when yeah. all of a sudden now it becomes May and June and all of a sudden or it's middle of July in this in this uh a certain player gets eligible in junior college, well we he's like, Well he's both. Coach, he should be going to he should be going to USC. They don't have a scholarship, so they're taking scholarships. Ah. So we would scholarship kids in May, June, and July, and we'd hold them back for that reason. So we went out in May. We were still hunting for that 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 class that we just signed, and so it made it. You were, you were pretty aggressive because the first you went to hey, who's left, who's available, you know, so and so. They didn't sign him because they don't think he's going to make it. But it looks like he's going to make it now. How much has recruiting changed since then? Like, how have I mean, you've been here through it all, and you've been a part of recruiting since then. I mean, how much has that changed? How different is it now? Or does that philosophy still work? That philosophy can still work. There's okay. still some like, same thing because no matter how you cut it today, you still only get 85. Exactly, that's your number. And they finally figured it out after like a thousand years of of, of not knowing what they were doing. As far as figuring out that hey, you get eighty five, mm-hmm. and however you get to it, you get to it. As long so as now you eighty five by fall camp. Not, yeah, and so now you can sign forty five mm-hmm. if you want because you get get so far under. 
But what I say when recruiting, not to go on a tangent on that, but every year it changed like, I think I got 30-some years in of Division I uh, coaching, and it changed about 4% a year. Okay. Just some little thing like, okay, that's a little nuance until last year. Then it changed yeah. 80% in one year. Yeah. All of a wow. sudden, simultaneous of, of, of NIL and transfer portal, all those, everything just went. And, and then now being able to sign over that, not, not yeah. over, but at least you can be able to sign yourself to it. Because what would happen – Plus, the early signing days got to play a little bit of a factor in everything. Mm-hmm. I know that uh, I know coaches. We like it. I I get the the part that's tough. The hardest part on early signing date is is let's just say the the first time you can go into someone's house is basically at the very like December one. Okay. That's the date. It's really more uh, November twenty eighth, whatever. But in two weeks later, they sign. Yeah. Where before you would be in these houses like that. So like like the kids are like I can't talk about particular recruits. Mm-hmm. But kids anywhere in the country that are committed right now, none of the coaches have been to their house. They've, they've never been there. They've never, you know, like that, well, you make sure you know, you know, that grandma eats a little Debbie's every morning at 10, yeah. this habitat. They're kind of like, you don't have that now. So it's a little, it, it's, a, wow. it's a different way with them. But you can communicate with them a lot better also with uh, being able to do, like, you know, FaceTime yeah, and, 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 and be able to text you know, you know, unlimited with them. So there's a lot more conversations with them. Yeah. So you do get to know them better and their family a little bit better in that fashion. Interesting. You've, you've recruited some pretty big names. What What is your recruiting philosophy, per se, and how has it evolved from when you started to now? Well, the the, the thing that probably stands out the most, if I've had, if you go through, and you, it, it's pretty much across the board. I'd say it's in the 90, high 90 percentile. Of uh, it's like okay, just let's just just when every place you've been, just take Nebraska. You take any place. What were the busts? And you say okay, bust, bust, bust. There's always some busts on every. You, you don't hit on everybody. Even in, even things were going perfectly here. Right. There was busts. Oh, yeah. And so we look at it. And what was it? in general? It's always competitive spirit. It's generally it's always competitive spirit and toughness. And and or do they love football? Because a lot of them, it wouldn't be like, did I get the wrong film? What is the like? No, you'd be like no, he's pretty talented. He's boy. He looks the part. He pretty much that doesn't like football. He's not real tough. Doesn't like practice. You know, mm-hmm. early all the stuff that goes with it is really hard. So you, you want to look really hard on what makes him competitive. So the first thing jumps out to you is is he a multiple sport player? Is if he, that means he likes to play against other people. That means it's like hey, you know, he gets on with football. He puts the basketball on. He goes wrestles. Does whatever he wants to run track. Uh, he's playing baseball. That means he likes to play. The guy that that plays one way. It's like I play one way in football, and then I work out with the personal trainer the rest of the year. That would always be a that'd be a, that would be a red flag to me. Parents, if you're listening, Multi-sport. multiple sport athletes is what you want. And then when you when they start to hone in on one skill at that point, you still want them to play in multiple sports because it gives them so much latitude when they get to Nebraska or whatever said college is and you ask the old running back to play fullback and then to play tight end. Exactly. Right? It all carries over then. Absolutely. Hey, I'm with Bill Bush giving us the knowledge, Nick. I know. Breaking it down, it's letting good. you know what it is. The ticket, 93.7 to Captain. Be right back. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.